Hello and welcome to A Fit and Able Life, episode number nine. Today we have Larissa Muchnick. Larissa is a Team V coach with their running program across the nation, and she's also a certified fitness instructor, health coach, personal trainer, and she's also involved in the coaching education program with USA Track and Field. I don't want to ruin any surprises for you, but she has some great advice for uh, setting goals and for the value of having support networks and so many other things that people just need to hear to make that next step towards the healthiest, best life they can lead. So uh, without further ado, here we go. Okay. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon, Larissa. Good day. <laughs> Thank you for meeting me here at the beautiful Bond Park Boathouse. Um, I, I, I'm going to ask you again, Larissa, your last name is pronounced Muchnick? Yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a very unusual name, and Larissa is just a lovely name. Uh, one of the things that when I read your bio, I realized you and I have enormous amounts in common. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. Yes, so definitely. We walk up, we dress the same, you know, we know. have different color stretches. <laughs> and our water bottles our water by bottles our side. Right yes. We so, <laughs> are very familiar. You're very familiar to me, even though we just met. Um, well, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? I know you've done a lot with health and fitness and you've had a lot of impact on people, but can you sure. kind of tell me a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So I got into the fitness and wellness industry over 10 years ago. Um, I worked with a dietitian in their office and then started with them the um, Bald Head Island Center for Wellness program. And that looked at the whole body, not only nutrition and wellness, but exercise and behavioral concepts. And I really bought into that. And I loved managing and starting that, but I wanted to get more involved and I really I was a fitness instructor in college but that was a long time ago and I loved that part of it but I had kind of walked away from that and so I went back and got lots of certifications in all different kinds of areas but I really overall I really enjoy people reach helping people reach their goals and successfully obviously um, and so whatever that goal may be I want to help them and be their accountability partner to get there. Right. Well, that's, you know, I, I can certainly relate to that. And that seems to be a common theme that people that find an interest in it, a personal interest in it, mm -hmm. then they go back and educate themselves. Right. So they can do exactly what you're doing. At least you mm -hmm. hope they do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. There's a lot to learn. And they're always, you know, there's always more to learn as well. Well, I think people think because it's their body, they know about their mm -hmm. movement. They know about things. And it's, it's, it's more technical than that. It absolutely is. Can, it was funny because when I was reading about what the certifications you went through, um, things that we did when I was a fitness instructor back in the early 80s, mm -hmm. people would be appalled today. Today, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know, right? So. And I have a teenager and he thinks he knows everything too. So, <laughs> and they don't. There are some things that we need to make sure that um, one of my biggest things is to prevent injury. Right. So some of those things that we're doing and we're just researching all the time. So there are new things that come out that how can we how can we move or can we prevent something to hopefully um, save that joint for the years to come? <laughs> <laughs> very well stated. Yes. Very well stated. Well, one of the things that I noticed about several years ago, Endurance Magazine called me a fitness philanthropist. And I have to say, you look like you qualify for that, <laughs> that title too. Thank what, you. Um, yes. What particular philanthropy 
took you down this path. Absolutely. So three years ago, the V Foundation for Cancer Research um, did a golf classic and they were very successful for, I think, almost 10 years in the golf classic that was actually here at Prestonwood Country Club. Um, but they went a different avenue and they went into endurance events. And so three years ago, they hired a coach and it was that perfect marriage of that passion for fitness and helping others, but especially for um, the V Foundation for Cancer Research. And so um, now we are in three different cities. We have running groups called Team V in three different cities. In New York, we just finished at the New York Marathon. And then we've done the Chicago Half Marathon with the Rock and Roll. And then this will be our third year at the Raleigh Rock and Roll Marathon. Um, so we have a team and our runners actually raise money for the V Foundation for Cancer research. That's very cool. Now the V Foundation has become quite large. I mean it is quite expansive. Absolutely. It's a national organization and they team up with wonderful people like ESPN and their name is out there. But we're lucky to be local in which obviously Jimmy V, the coach for NC State basketball, so a lot of people obviously know him. Right. Um, his daughter, Jamie Valvano, I personally coach and she's running with Team V this um, spring and she's a survivor of cancer as well. And so she's very involved wow. um, in the organization and with our team as well. I uh, mean, that has to be very powerful to have her on the team. Absolutely. That's really wonderful. Well, the, the mission of your acti activities, obviously, because you have the Jimmy V mission and mm -hmm. outreach with that. Absolutely. But when, I like the part that you the, one of the first things you say about your mission is helping people reach their goals. Absolutely. And sometimes it's hard, as you know, as a coach, to help people define what their goals are. How do you go about helping somebody that's a novice athlete Mm -hmm. define what their goals might be because they might just want to say, I want to run a marathon. Well, right. that is a really long-term goal. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And um, that's a great question because, you know, sometimes even that goal needs to be brought out of a person with just a conversation. Um, sometimes, um, you know, a, a great example actually comes to story. If I could share the story with me, sure. there is a young lady that was on our um, team for, the New York Marathon and her brother was was recently diagnosed with lung cancer and she had said to him man you fighting this cancer is like a marathon and he said I dare you I dare you if you would run a marathon and she said I'm doing it. And she, a couple weeks ago, did just that, and she completed. And so she married that, um, I mean, that goal of hers of completing a marathon and and raising money for the V Foundation. So it's kind of a neat thing. But oftentimes, to get back to your question as well, oftentimes people have a goal and it needs to be a realistic goal. But what makes it complicated for most people is, okay, here I am today, how do I get to that goal? Right. And we've all heard about New Year's resolutions and people laugh because it's like seven or 14 days or whatever the, <laughs> I don't know what how many I days think, they say it is I that people- I think you're lucky if you go 14. <laughs> 
no. Um, and so, um, you know, so how do you get from point A to the finish line, right? It doesn't have to be running. It can be any kind of goal. Um, and so how do you reach if it's a weight loss goal or how do you reach that goal? And what I try to do as a coach is to develop just a roadmap to get from one point to the goal. And then I think what I've heard most people say to me back is just being that accountability partner to them. You know, say, okay, this is what you do, but checking in on them and helping and being flexible because we all are managing lots of different things, families, work, and this is a goal, but it has to be realistic in that it has to fit in um, with the rest of our life. Right. And I like the idea, too, that you were talking about injury prevention because a lot of times novice athletes are also sedentary Mm -hmm. athletes. Absolutely. And there's so much potential for injury all around. Absolutely. So one of the things that we really do is I always say um, progress, not perfection. (laughs) And so obviously we want to always, because a lot of us are very competitive, we want to get to perfection, (laughs) but it is progress. And so that's what I really enjoy as a coach, watching people Um, progress, but oftentimes people want to go quickly. And so I sometimes have to just say, no, we're going to get there, but we're actually going to take these steps. And this is the roadmap. Remember our training plan? Um, This is the roadmap and we're going to get there, but we're going to get there successfully and not injured, Um, especially in running or in any sport. A lot of times people want to pick up too much weight, Um, but keeping that goal in mind, is definitely helpful and I always like to point out the progress well yeah and it sounds like too your programs have a really nice ripple effect you know that and and, and have an impact on the community how Mm -hmm. do you see the programs through Jimmy V or other programs that you're involved with how do you how do you see the positive impact on the community absolutely um So I enjoy working with all people of all different ages. So I actually do a youth program at the UNC Wellness Center. Um, I do boot camp classes for special needs kids where special needs kids often they're put in recreational programs. And let's say they're an 11 year old girl, but they really um, at a activity level are much younger. So they're put in with a younger child or gymnastics program, whatever it may be and they really want its peer so they really need to be with their peers Um, so I do a lot of that Um, I'm actually help coaching over at St. Michael's school for their Jolly Elf Trail Run and so I I mean of all ages and abilities and then I've seen some great athletes perform at the New York Marathon so I think the consistency is is that I like to be a positive influence on people reaching their goals and that takes them through defining that roadmap, figuring out their commitment, mm-hmm. making it a priority, being their accountability partner. Um, and then really they're performing at the very end. It's just the icing on the cake is what I like <laughs> to say. So um, if it's right, it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be running. It can be, you know, a weight loss or fitting into, you know, people come to me as a health coach and say, I want to fit into this certain dress or outfit fit or something like that again, um, or, you know, again. So we all have different, different goals. One of the programs that was in your, your, um, 
Bio was a program at Duke uh, Live for Life. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about that program? Because I, um, I've heard of it. But I don't know what it what it does or what what, it, what does in our community. Yeah, so the um, Duke University system has actually a program for its employees um, in the Live for Life program. I did the Run Walk group over there, and it was so much fun. Twice a week, I would go over, and there were two of us that would lead a Run Walk, and it would be for their employees, and it was right on campus, oh, nice. and it was so much fun to be on a college campus again. I did this in the fall. They do it every fall and spring. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just so much fun to be on campus. It was after work. So people were just enjoying the weather and being active together. And um, again, we would, we would continue to increase the number of running minutes or seconds, whichever one it was, and we would push them, but we had fun. We also did a yoga and some boot camp and classes and that kind of thing, and we would meet twice a week. So it's all done by um, the Duke University system. Yeah, it's a great program. Well, you're, you in that, in that, you talked about behavioral concepts, and mm-hmm. you touched on that without using that terminology. Right. And I think a lot of times people don't really think of exercise or fitness or athletics as a behavior and mm-hmm. it absolutely is it is yeah <laughs> so when you talk about behavioral context what do you concepts what do you employ with that sure i mean so much of it is is mental so it's making the commitment to yourself also realizing that you're worth it the time i often especially this isn't it's not, it's just a generality, but I work with a lot of women and we balance work and being a mom and a husband and we wear all these hats, but oftentimes there's not much time left. So some of it sometimes is for me to sit down and let's look at a typical day. Let's look at a typical week. You actually have to schedule an appointment for yourself almost doing exercise because you're worth it and you are important. And so some of those behavioral concepts of yes, I am worth it. I can do it. Um, oftentimes we're challenging ourselves with these goals and we're pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zone and we like to be in our comfort zone right. and we need to be challenged, but then supported that we're out there. Right. But I will say most people that are making these commitments and or have a goal, have a wonderful support system around them. And that is so important. If it's a sister or a husband or kids or friends or a coach, whatever it may be, that support system is very important. Right. And I know you've probably run up against somebody that wants to change their behaviors and they come from a family that does mm-hmm. not support that. A very right. sedentary family with mm-hmm. unhealthy habits. Yeah. So, I mean, you have quite a task in being their sole support system. Absolutely. And because they're almost in somebody in a setting that's mm-hmm. counterproductive for them. Right. What would it's you really advise hard. somebody like that where all the external motivators for them Mm-hmm. are not going to benefit reaching their goals. I know. It's really hard because, I mean, that's what they've known, right? Habits are really hard to break. And um, so I think I recommend people to try to plan in advance. If it's a particular meal or exercise, then to really try to think ahead. Like I know the holidays are coming up <laughs> and that's hard with healthy choices right. and drinking or even getting families together um, it is hard. And so 
so sometimes we try to review some of those situations ahead of time so that we can plan ahead so the decisions not made right then and there um, sometimes that can help us communicate hey I'm coming these days but I'm gonna exercise at this time is that okay does that work with the schedule or hey I'm gonna bring a healthy dish and you bring another dish or you bring something that might be more your choice of right. food or drink and some of those things just look just trying to plan ahead help right. but sometimes we all get in those situations and they're and they're very difficult whatever they may be but it does help to kind of talk about it with someone that you trust and then try to plan ahead as as best as you can yeah and probably planning ahead too is when you have somebody saying oh have another piece of pie right <laughs> i know right <laughs> and we're all tempted <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. what is going to be my answer <laughs> I know. I'll hear it. People tell me the story like, you know, you'll tell your neighbor, hey, I'm really working on this diet. I'm walking every day and, you know, this. And then you'll notice they'll bring over like a plate of your favorite brownies. It's like people trying, like, help me out, you know, like, really, you just tempted me. But you, we laugh about it. But people, I mean, they, I don't know if they're intentional or not, but, yes. you know, it's just kind of That's impossible. I know, right? Without saying too much. Right, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, you know, you are obviously, you've already talked about your success stories, but for yourself, has there ever been a time that you were not fit? fit and able, able to do the yeah. things that you want to do. Absolutely. So I have three kids. Um, <laughs> so I'm always move on the go with them, but absolutely with both, with actually with all three of my pregnancies, um, I definitely gained weight and I then was not like the other nursing mothers that the weight just came right <laughs> off. Um, no, it stayed on and everyone says nine months on nine months. Yeah. It was like a year or so where my weight was <laughs> still not off and so it definitely took time for me at those points of time I was not as active and I didn't have as much time and I made lots of bad eating choices um, and so I was just needing that time um, back and so I ended up needing to wake up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning so that I could go and actually get my workout in before anybody else was awake in the house. And no, that's not easy to do and that's not fun, you know, waking up in the dark, but it was worth it. Right. And so that helped me um, finally get to some of my goals. Um, I also have a middle son that has kidney disease and is on the transplant list at UNC Children's Hospital. And so for when he was born 10 years ago, we knew that healthy options were very important. Right. Um, a kidney diet, you know, was very important for him and keeping that kidney that the only one kidney that he has very healthy for as long as we can. So um, I learned a lot about diets and choices at that point in time. So it's not even just for me. And of course, as any mother or any person, I want the best for him. So it's important that my decisions affect him as well. Right, right. Well, 
That certainly does. And that, that also means you have to create an environment that right. everybody supports him mm -hmm. with that, too. It's Absolutely. funny the thing you say about the birth weight. One of the funniest things I heard about that was when Oprah Winfrey was closing up her show and she had all those women in, you know, the famous women, and she asked yeah. everybody, what do you know for sure? Mm -hmm. And Meryl Streep said, I know for sure I'm not going to lose the 20 pounds I gained with my first child. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. So, it always seems to be that first child, first one, yeah. too. Yeah. You think, oh, I can eat this. I can do that. And no matter it's what age it is, it's your first child that turns you from a girl into a woman. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, it is hard. But the, um, well, I have... Um, I, you know, I have, I've, I have such respect for the training that you've forgiven yourself. Any recommendations for resources that you might have for people that can't invest in a Jimmy V program mm -hmm. or some other program? Yeah. You know, what, what would you recommend for somebody that just says, I want to get moving, mm -hmm. and Coach yeah. Larissa says, this is a great place for me to go get Absolutely. information. Oh, my gosh. There are so many great free resources out there today. Um, I mean, if you want exercise program, Pinterest has some great ideas oh my goodness and then if you don't know the exercises that there's great routines out there then go on YouTube and just go to a reliable source that you've heard of before like women's women's magazine or men's health or something or even living strong or something like that and then you can see how the exercises are done properly right and then you can pull that up on your TV or on your um, computer and do some of those exercises exercises. Um, the kids especially love Tabata workouts, which are interval workouts right. where you can do anywhere, anytime, and you can pick four or five exercises and do, work very hard for 20 seconds and then recover for 10 seconds, or you can do 30 and 15, whatever it may be. Right. But you can do that in a hotel room. You can do that in a room. You can do that in a house. You can do it almost anywhere. And you have a great calorie burning fat burning um, workout. Um, I mean, really, with the source of Google, there's so many places. Um, are the community centers have great programs for all ages. Um, and then, of course, there's private clubs that you can. But, you know, one of the favorite things that I've done in the last um, 20 years or so is definitely do a boot camp class with my neighbors. And it was us that we wanted to sleep in in the morning, but we didn't. And we got up and we met and we did a workout and then we started each taking turns and finding out the workout and each one of us had That's to come cool. up with the workout. <laughs> so it wasn't too much work for any one person in particular. And so we got to know each other better. We supported one another and we had a lot of fun. And then again, it didn't cost us anything, right. but we held each other accountable. So I would say even our friends can also be a good support <laughs> system. As much as they make us the brownies, <laughs> then they also also, you know, <laughs> but um, there's a lot of free, great areas. And here specifically, as we're sitting in Bond Park, um, there's some great, the, we've got the Greenway, we have the Tobacco Trail, we have, I mean, there's thousands of trails that are just beautiful to walk or run that are very inspirational as well. Yeah, that, that is absolutely true. We're lucky. Kit, 
Cary has over 70 miles of paved greenways yeah. with trailheads with restrooms and all mm -hmm. the water available to them. I mean, we I really know. are very, lucky. very lucky with that. Well, yes. I have really enjoyed meeting you. Thank and you. And I really enjoyed talking to you. Any last bit of advice for somebody as they enter into the holidays? And I know, right? I know. Well, thank you, Lisa, for having me. And, you know, I, um, I really encourage people just to keep moving. And sometimes we get hard on ourselves if we're not reaching our goals, but then that's almost worse, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to self-destroy ourselves. And um, so I would just urge everyone to just keep moving, do something each day and have a support person. Um, obviously, um, they like to call me Coach Larissa, so um, you can reach out to, to me. Um, but just figure out sometimes it's hard. What, what motivates you? Um, and sometimes that's not always the easiest question, but what, figure out kind of what motivates you, what your next goal is, grab someone that, that can support you. And then you have to commit mm -hmm. and make it a priority and then you'll get there. Yeah. A commitment to fitness. I like mm -hmm. that. I know. Right. Thank <laughs> you very much. You so yes. Much. Thank you. That's wonderful. <laughs> I really like the point about having to be flexible with our goals and it's true. We do manage so many things and juggling all of those different aspects of our lives can make it really difficult to make the important changes that we need to to improve our lives. Uh, you know, if you're looking for a good running program, I highly recommend uh, Team V with Coach Larissa or if you're at Duke, you know, the Live for Life. Um, but again, thank you for listening to A Fit Enable Life. Uh, please subscribe on YouTube if you like uh, watching the videos or subscribe to our iTunes channel if you prefer the audio, or sign up for our email newsletter so that all of these new episodes go straight to your inbox as soon as they're released. Uh, thank you again uh, for listening, and we will see you next time.